another episode of Entertainment Evolved. This is going to be an Evolved review. We're covering WrestleMania Night 1. As you know, uh, pro wrestling was like the bread and butter that this uh, very podcast was founded upon. I have with me tonight Brendan. Welcome to the show. Hey. And uh, I have Ace. Welcome back to the show yet again. Hey, man. Good to be back. Yeah, man. So uh, we just got done watching WrestleMania Night 1. We literally just went off and we came right back here to the studio to record uh, this review for Night 1. Like I said, this is an Evolved Review, and uh, our item today is very fitting. This is the Evolved Review Championship that we have here on display. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you a little bit of a story about that. Uh, Caleb Stovall, who is going to be joining me for uh, our review of Night 2 tomorrow night, uh, he and I actually got uh, press passes to come and watch an early screening of the Booker T episode of the... Uh, uh, the A and E um, WWE Superstars uh, oh, wow, series really? that they did, yeah. So we got to go. To, it was like a drive-in theater, yes. right? And they had the this big like blow-up giant screen or whatever, and like oh, they would bring snacks out to their car and everything. And uh, they they really like uh, just rolled out the red carpet for us, man. Like we got all kind of like little like posters and programs and stuff, nice. and they gave us this little replica championship. Oh. And um, yeah, it was a really cool event, and we got to see it like months before. So we got to see that before they even started airing the show, and it was like the fourth or fifth episode. So, oh, shit. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Nice. Yeah, okay. so that's a, this is a amazing little trinket that's uh, got a lot of history with the show. and hookups and knowing people. And yeah. Stuff like, yeah. yeah, something like that. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I thought that what better night to bring out uh, this item from the shelves that's uh, very important to the history of the show here. Very so. beautiful. I just assumed you beat Stovall to become the champ. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. But then he would have had to have it to begin with. Uh, he, it could have been a vacated championship. Oh, okay. We just like yeah. had a fight in like a random parking lot. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. I mean, that might be a better story depending on what you're into, you know. That's what happened. <laughs> but, you know, uh, speaking of, uh, of, of like early access to things, uh, all of us were recently treated to an early fan showing of the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yes. Uh, this past Wednesday night. So... Uh, Ace and myself will actually, tomorrow, we'll be going on the Tavern Notice Board to do a review of that. Uh, not to spoil anything for that, though, just real quick before we get into this, uh, like, uh, what was, like, what did you guys think, like, about the, about the D&D movie? I thought it was wonderful. Like, I thought it was better than, I, like, than it, I thought originally that it was going to be. Yeah. And, and we're all avid D&D players, so, you know, we, we don't have, like, a... Uh, a casual really view of this but I think a, yeah. I think a casual person uh, I know people that don't play D&D at all never don't know anything about it and, and they've and they've seen it and, and thought it was it was really good yeah and you know it's such a fine line to balance because which master do you serve the people who, who know and love D&D or the casual fan base and I thought that the movie did a great job of, uh, of serving both which is a very rare thing to do uh, so, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I had a blast with the movie. I think most people have. Yeah. I, I think it's overperforming, actually. I would have to agree with that, yeah. I think we get a sequel greenlit very soon. Mm-hmm. It's it's serving both the hardcore and the casual, which is a very rare thing to be able mm-hmm. to do. And, you know, Marvel used to do that once upon a time. You used to. And now uh, it's like neither. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn. Now it's fuck you both. 
But anyway, we won't go yeah, down right. that. Uh, yeah, if you want to hear our full thoughts on the Dungeons and Dragons movie, check out Tavern Notice Board. That should be coming out sometime tomorrow. And if you want to hear people bitch about Marvel, uh, I'm going on your show sometime next week to yes. we're talk some comic news. So I'm comic sure, news. I'm sure we'll complain about Phase 4 and, and now 5 yeah. at some point. But let's get into the reason why everybody's here. If you click on this episode, we're here to review WrestleMania Night 1. And i got to say, overall, like this was a great WrestleMania night. Yeah, I, I fucking had a blast. Like, I, more than a long time. It's been, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, you know, for me, it's been kind of tradition to expect WrestleMania to, or especially like the, the multiple nights WrestleMania to be very spotty in terms of my overall enjoyment. Uh, that's putting it lightly. But I got to be honest, overall, I thought that night one was really strong. Really strong. Yeah, I would have to agree. I mean, there's definitely some weak spots yeah. on here, but they aren't necessarily where I thought that they would be. Mm-hmm. You know, when I when I when I look at this card, I don't, you know, originally having not seen it, there there's certain things that were uh, that exceeded my expectations, and certain things that didn't quite live up to them. And, and we'll we'll go down that. Yeah, there's definitely some surprises in there, like a lot. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, so, what do you guys think about them opening the show with Cena and Theory? Yeah, you know, I think that uh, if it were if it were up to me, uh, I probably would have put that second, and I probably put the second match first. Um, but I do understand why they had John Cena and Austin Theory go on first. I thought that the match though was, uh, uh, I thought it was fine. It, it didn't it didn't blow me away. I didn't think it was neither man's best match. I didn't think that. Uh, I mean, I don't think that they were going out there to try to tear the house down. Um, and, and I mean, if we if we're being honest here, this opening match, a, a lot of it really just you can just skate by on the fact that John Cena is here, right? And uh, just a spectacle of him actually of him, just being there. Exactly. Yeah. The fact that John Cena is here is big enough deal. And he's working. Like, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> and but most importantly, the right man won. Well, and, and also there's some symbolism here too because if you guys will recall, at his very first WrestleMania, he won the United States title in the opening match against Big Show. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's kind oh, yeah. of a you know it's kind of a full circle kind of rite of passage type deal here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and yeah, I mean obviously this was a passing of the torch to Austin Theory, uh, which for the first time in a while I feel like this is a deserving passing of the torch. I feel like this is a a well earned passing of a torch. It's not like. Just the the booking team crowning the the next guy. You right. know, uh, this is the the guy we want to be the next guy. I I think that uh, even the, the even the casuals that you know hate Austin Theory because he's doing a good job as a heel. Mm-hmm. I think respect the level of his work. Yeah, uh, I guess kind of like a not comparison. Like it takes me back to uh, I guess fifteen eighteen years ago. Uh, back to when um, this wasn't that many. Well, I guess t- we can talk about like the Randy Orton era when he was coming up, and like kind of the things that he had to go through to become that guy. Uh, you know, first he had to go through Mick Foley, and, and you know, and then that was an incredible match that he had. And then he went, uh, you know, went through the Undertaker. Didn't win that, you know, the Mania match, but it was still a, an incredible match that really kind of showcased what he could do. And then he won on the on the rematch and so forth. Uh, but just kind of looking at how. You kind of put through your paces when they really see something in you and when they really want to put some stock in you. I feel like that's kind of what they're trying to do now with Austin Theory. He's had a lot of roadblocks along the way, a lot of questionable booking. Uh, but I think that having him versus Cena you know, for the U.S. title 
and having him go over, I think that was a very smart call. Yeah, it just it just made the most sense to do. Yeah, like if you could just make up of sorry. <laughs> Words are hard. Uh, yes, words are hard. Use words. Uh, um, it just made the most sense. Um, I think he should have went over uh, probably uh, clean, mm-hmm. but as a heel, it just made sense right. for him to, to go out the way he did. I agree, yeah. I mean, uh, I could see them. I, I could see it both right ways, right? I could see why you'd want to put Theory over clean on Cena and have this kind of upset. But I also can see where... Uh, you know, there's probably, uh, like, you know, Triple H or whoever is probably like, eh, Cena could have another little run in him if he wanted. You know, they're, they're probably kind of holding out hope for that a little bit. It's almost like an Undertaker thing at this point where mm-hmm. it's like, Cena's like, no, I'm done. And then, like, well, you know, uh, who was it recently? It was Cody that was, like, that apparently told Cena he, you know, wanted to have a match against him. And Cena was like, I can't promise that. But I think that, that there's too much money on the table with that match. For them to leave it on the table, either either man or the company. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, overall, like in terms of like the, the actual match quality, again, I think it was uh, I think it was fine. Um, it was slow paced for an opener. It, it was very slow for an opener. It, it did what it needed to do, just kind of just open up the show and just kind of get people, you know, a little bit going. You know, yeah. didn't you know, blow up anybody's socks off mm-hmm. and all that, but you know. I, Oddly enough, I think that this is uh, this is one of those cases where like a proper vignette uh, vignette to open up that that show or that match would have really done this a lot of favor. Like they could have put something together to help tell the story as to why this is happening. Right. Uh, they, we really didn't get a whole lot of that for this match, uh, and I think it really could have used it, you know, just to see why these two are angry, why these two are fighting each other. I mean, if if you've seen like the the raw promos and whatnot, then you kind of know the story. But you know, at the same time, uh, I I think that there was a lot of uh, unspoken things that they could have said. I agree with that, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, even myself who hasn't been watching, mm-hmm. I've been seeing some of the promos online, and I'm like, they really didn't get into any of this. It was just kind of they just kind of had a match. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Cena didn't have a lot of time for, to prep for this. It's just like, you're like me, but not. I'm like, let's have a match. Like, <laughs> but everyone's saying that I'm like you, but yeah, still have a match and do the thing. And, okay. and I don't really get okay. that other than Theory being young and in great shape. Yeah, right, other I, than I that. It's a similar kind of look, but I other guess. than that, it's just... I mean, the way they move and perform is completely different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Theory's favor. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I would agree. Um, I, I'm I'm a little bit more of a uh, on John Cena that is better than than y'all like the uh, y'all's opinion. But I'm not a high on John Cena. You know, right. he's he's done serviceable. It sounds know? like you're high on John Cena to me. <laughs> we, we we sat through his reign, man. You know, yeah. Um, we, we sat there month after month and, like, right. avidly watched the program and watched them put him over on everybody. On everybody, and yeah. Bury and bury and bury. I mean, Bray Wyatt is the, the worst casualty. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. Mm. And, and truth be told, he never recovered from that. No, he never recovered from that. They, yeah. they had him wrestle four times mm-hmm. and Cena went over on him every single time. Yeah. And uh, he's never recovered from it. He, it doesn't matter what they do with him. 
And then when every time they do try to reinvent them, the booking is terrible. But yeah. I, you know that's another story. Let's go on to the next match. Yes. Uh, the, yeah. Let's talk the Fatal Four Way. Um, so we had the Viking Raiders versus Strowman and Ricochet versus the Alpha Academy versus the Street Profits. Uh, this to me came across on the booking sheet as this is just a way to get FaceTime for these guys on Mania. But I gotta admit, I thought that this match was it, it exceeded my expectations. It was wasn't a you know uh, like a five five stars six stars in the, in the Tokyo Dome type deal, <laughs> but it, it it was better than I thought it was gonna be because I thought it was just gonna be a clusterfuck with a random finish but that didn't kind of was a clusterfuck, but it was a clusterfuck of fun. That's a great way to describe <laughs> this match, honestly. Yeah, for, for me anyway. Yeah, I guess for me like. Whenever you get matches like this, I mean, a fatal four-way tag team match, we already know it's not going to make sense. So you, you get your shit in and get out. You yeah. Get, yeah, it's, it's going to be a spot yes. fest. If you're looking for, like, an actual wrestling contest, you uh-huh. might want to, you know, go to the bathroom or go get yeah. something to eat. This is always going to be a spot fest, but it was a very entertaining spot fest. Do you think Jim Cornette survived it? <laughs> I think he fast-forwarded through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Origin. <laughs> Very likely, yeah. I don't know. He, I think he likes the Street Profits, so he might have watched some of it. I, I think he partially likes uh, not Angelo Dawkins, but uh, the other Montez one, Ford. Uh, Montez Ford. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with this match. It was obviously very entertaining, and just so many just just builds up of just. Dumb, stupid spots for no reason at all. But mm-hmm. hey, it, it was entertaining yeah. and it was there. Yeah, I mean, I popped for that tower spot. Yeah, I, I was rolling my eyes when they were yeah. constructing yeah. it. Oh but. yeah, you were. It was for <laughs> and, no uh, reason at all. It didn't make sense at all. But why not? You know why not? And you know, like if, if you guys thought it was aggravating when I was, you know, making remarks about what the hell the referee's doing or not doing, then you mentioned Jim Cornette. He was having an aneurysm, oh, oh I'm sure. Someone needs to make a house call on him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but, you know, seeing, like, uh, seeing Ricochet, you know, just be able to show off more of his athleticism was, it's always fun to see. But, but you know, most importantly, this match popped the crowd. Right. Whereas I didn't think it was on paper. I mean, really, if there's anybody that, would be better off in the uh, clusterfuck that is AEW right now. It probably is Ricochet because, like, he'd get more screen time than he's getting now, and he'd be doing the same things. He'd be doing the same things. That's very true. <laughs> I mean, that's that's why his name's Ricochet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean what he do? He's tremendous. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I just wish that he got to show off more of like. He, they could be doing a lot more with him. Yeah. Like story chops and all. That. Well, he's just criminally underused. I mm-hmm. mean, just in general, he's just such a. He's one of the best wrestlers alive, I think, from, like, in the ropes. You know what I mean? He is. There's kind of like this weird, I don't want to call it a curse, but there's kind of this weird thing in the WWE especially, uh, whereas if you are too good at bumping and selling, then you become become kind of stuck in that position of being the fall guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Sean was like one of the few people that overcame that. Yeah. You know? And even he did it for a long time. Right. Yeah, so I love Sean is overselling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember you remember when we watched that live. Yes, I was. We were always in our minds because like that was like right after we had started like uh, we had started wrestling training. Right. right, so we knew that he was 
like just shitting all over Hogan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was. It was. There's this whole like you find out later. There's this whole thing about Hogan always wanting to go over and. Uh, but like, but okay. here's here's the crazy thing. You'll never guess what happened. They're supposed to have a rematch where Sean went over. That match never happened. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah, I just, oh my God. craziest thing, right? What? <laughs> yeah. You don't say. I just realized that uh, I'm off brand on my own show. Uh, we got a New Day NWO shirt here. We got a Title Belt Pro shirt over here, which they had a show tonight. I hope it went fantastic, guys. It could be a Chainless shirt. It could, but this is a Sire shirt, which is a Celtic rock band. Chainless adjacent. If Seamus came out to Sire, I would like him 1% more than I like him now. So oh, 1% total. Poor <laughs> uh, but I would pop for it. That, I will I'll go along with my uh, poor opinions, uh, apparently. I, I'm a uh, Seamus Mark. Awesome. Well, uh, anyway, you can catch that match tomorrow. And uh, fortunately, you will not be here when we review no, that. No. Uh, fortunately. So, yeah. Uh, uh, damn. Moving on. Damn. Uh, up next, we had uh, Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins, and and guys, I, I I gotta admit this was weirder than I anticipated. Yeah. Has Seth Rollins gone off the? Has he just gone off the reservation? Oh, I don't I don't think he was ever on it. <laughs> but this was weirder than normal Seth Rollins, right? Like you mean in terms of his it, entrance or just all the entire, whole just the whole thing? Is it, it has Seth Rollins in his head become this like? Larger than life wrestling star, when in fact he's just an upper mid card guy that they put the title on when they don't have anybody else to stick it on. I think in his mind, because I do agree with that statement, uh, but I think in in Seth's mind, he comes across as him viewing that status as bigger than it is. Right. Like if they need someone to put the strap on, is it's probably going to be him if they're in a clutch, and he views that as like. I mean, it is a big deal, but he views it as, like, this grand thing. Uh, but, you know, in terms of this match, uh, I I felt that, like, um, I felt that, that Seth or maybe the agents who put this match together, this would be great for an, up, an up-and-comer who had been in, like, uh, you know, the NXT program or the actual training program who, you know, actually knows the, the basics more. But that person isn't Logan Paul. Logan Paul, I think, is really great in the position that they put him in. But in his previous matches, Logan Paul was protected in the sense that we only see his strengths, which is good. Right. But this match didn't really showcase his strengths. They they tried to do a lot of, a lot of the technical stuff that we see, you know, from from other wrestlers. And I'm like, that's not really this guy's forte. And yeah. No, definitely not. Yeah, there was a, definitely a lot of malarkey and shenanigans happening in this match. And it's just, it's just like, all right, well, why? <laughs> well, see, I, I know that Logan Paul is your favorite online celebrity. Oh, so. yes. Yeah. I, I, I adore this man yeah. so much. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I never knew that about you. That's, that's, that's my favorite. <laughs> I, I, I'm his number one fan. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Logan Paul as well. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't think the match was bad. Uh, no. I just I, I expected more from this one. I, I feel like, and, and here here's just this is just me speculating, right? Um, I say that like everything else that I've said isn't. Uh, but this is just me speculating that uh, I feel like this is Logan Paul's last match on his contract. Mm-hmm. So I feel like rather than doing another let's play to Logan's strengths match where like on the internet tomorrow, every, every all that everyone's talking about is how fucking great Logan Paul is. 
they wrestled a Seth Rollins match. They he he this match played to Seth's strengths instead. And so yeah, I mean that shit works if you're if you're looking at it from purely a contract negotiation yeah, standpoint. You think it was a business move? Yeah, I so think tomorrow everybody's not going to be sitting here talking about Logan Paul's the best guy ever. So he's not going to come to the table with. I mean, okay, I want double what the last contract was. He still had his spots. I'm, I'll give him this. He's athletically gifted, and he had his spots. Not normal as much as he normally does. Oh, he's by far the best, like, celebrity person. Okay. But he doesn't have that status. I mean, he's no. still a celebrity, but he's under fucking contract at WWE. He's on the roster yeah. at this point in time. Limited dates, but, I mean, shit, Brock Lesnar weren't limited dates. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, and, yeah. and, and Brock can have a match with Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? So I think, I think that this match, whether they intended to it or not, it showed the holes. It showed the weaknesses it for Logan. It did expose them to an extent. Not to an extent where I, I think like the casuals, like it ruined into the casual no. fan base. But I think that it did expose the cracks. So the 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 narrative now is not like Logan Paul, this crazy like wonderkind, you know, mm-hmm. just naturally can go out and have a five star match. It's not untouchable. Right. It's like, okay, well, you know, you are not on Seth Rollins' level when it comes to the pro wrestling world as far as like having a match both of them. And he's not Yeah. Yeah, I I just I hope that wasn't done intentionally because I think that damaging your brand, even if it is for a business standpoint, is just not a good idea. I don't like, know. Like let's like, 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 well, well let's let's have a lesser match than what we could because mm-hmm. Seth can work his style of match obviously, but Seth, I mean I got to give it to him. He can also work most styles of matches that he needs to to get a, a good match across. I agree. As as somebody who's not a Seth Rollins fan, oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And which is why I thought that was brilliant to put Seth with Logan in this match. Uh, but it does kind of remind me a little bit of like uh, Ronda Rousey. Like you compare her second run to her first run, and it's like her first run, you know, like if you have a keen eye, you can tell that okay, she isn't very good. But the way that she was booked really protected her. Right. She looked strong. She, she looked competent. She was a spectacle. She was a spectacle, and and she looked like an, an absolute ass kicker. Yeah. And and, and well, she they, is. Yeah, she she is, and they did a very good job of uh, protecting her, and making her look strong. Her second run. Wasn't as strong. I mean, look at where she is on the card this year compared to where she was in years prior. I didn't know she had a match. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, she's kind of just throwing there with the the mix of the fold Mm -hmm. there and just kind of. I have not sat down and watched. This is the first time I've sat down and watched WWE in ages. I mean, it may have been since Mania last year. I I couldn't tell you, to be honest. Yeah, it's been a long time. I may have watched SummerSlam like with some friends. Mm -hmm. I think I got invited maybe to SummerSlam or something like that, one of those. But yeah, I mean, it's just been—it's been a long time. I just don't watch that much wrestling anymore. Right. So, you know. Fair. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, coming in blind, I would say that uh, you know this—I don't think this hurt Logan's brand. But I also, you know, every time we've seen him previously, I do think that the narrative has been that he's just this out, like way ahead of his time, just knocked it out of the park. And yeah, I do think that maybe there may have been. A little bit of business move here. I don't know. It could have mm-hmm. been Logan in the back saying, "Hey, I want to wrestle your style match. Like this is my last one on my contract anyway. I want to see if I can hang with you." It could have been that. Do you sort think of thing. Logan yeah. Paul is actually capable of doing something decent? I, I don't have any opinion on Logan Paul other than what I've seen on WWE. <laughs> you, however, apparently have have watched countless hours of this man on the internet yeah. and have come to the conclusion that he's a real piece of shit, Morty. Yeah. 
I don't know him personally, but just well, moving on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, do, do you guys? Uh, on <laughs> so you guys agree with the finish, right? That Seth should have been the one to go over. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no yeah. question. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, especially if this is good. If this is it for Logan. Right. And I will say, if if this is Logan's last match, he had a great run. Oh yeah. I mean. I think he lost him as all his matches, but he had an incredible run. Yeah, so. he won like one or maybe two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he had a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, like, how much more? Like, yeah, he lost, but how much more could you ask for? And I mean, and he had a great match with Roman, which most people haven't done. <laughs> and, uh, and it was what main event of uh, one of the Saudi Royal yeah. the Crown Saudi Crown Jewel Crown, Crown Desert Rose <laughs> Jewel <laughs> Mania Seventy Green yeah. paper vest. Yeah. yeah. Give us your money, Saudi government, 75. Yeah. Um, yeah. Extravaganza. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, you guys know my sticking point on this. We had Damage Control, mm-hmm. which is Bailey, uh, EO Sky, and uh, uh, Dakota Kai, which is. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? It's like why? 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 Exactly. It's just like Kai and Ty, but instead Kai and Sky. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. actually should call them that. Right. They should call them Pie in the Sky. No, that doesn't actually make any sense, but uh, thanks, though. I appreciate that. Uh, and then uh, they were up against uh, Trish, Lita, and Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch said... I knew this was going to come up. <laughs> said in this that legends like us... Do you think she was talking to Bailey here and maybe meant like legends like us, like maybe like you and I will be in the Hall of Fame one day? Like surely she wasn't putting herself in this on the same plat like like she was not putting herself on the same shelf with Trish and Lita. You know, this is a weird this is just weird, right? Because uh that that line I think works perfectly if you're an out of touch heel. Right. You know? Yeah, I think it works exactly. perfectly then, yeah. you know, because well, you're, you're, you're delusional and you think, yeah, I'm, I can, I'm with these guys. I'm clearly just like them. Yeah, you can have Trish and Lita be like, yeah, yeah, you know, but that didn't happen here. Yeah, like, it was just played seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's like she, she has some kind of delusional breakdown. Like, oh, I'm, I'm on the same level as uh, these Hall of Famers. Like, no, no, I'm gonna need you to. Yeah, let's tone bring down it down. A bit, yeah. you're, you're up here. I'm gonna need you to bring mm-hmm. it down a little bit. I've never been a Becky Lynch fan. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. But, really? but like, objectively, like, I do think that she used to be good. I think she had maybe, like, a four- to six-month period where she was, like, really on fire. And I don't know if maybe – I don't know if she – if it was when she got pregnant or if it was when she got injured. But, like, when she came back, she was never – she and never has been on the level again that she was at. I mean, she was, like, one of the hottest stars in the company for a little while. And I never got it. I understood the hype, and I understood why people were rallying behind her because, like, she was doing like she was doing everything really well. They were booking her well. Like everything was just it, it was everything was kind of coming together for her at that point. I don't know that squash match when she first came back. What was that? Uh, three WrestleManias ago, two WrestleManias ago, up against Bianca. I'm not even the, the most huge. Bianca fan. I don't think that was the right move at the time. Yeah, where they had Bianca go over on her, or they had her go. Over no, her. they, no, they had, had her go over on Bianca. Yeah, yeah, yeah like she came back out of nowhere. And she just squashed her. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. my brain is probably like deleted that. Yeah, because yeah. That sounds <laughs> it's like, like mm-hmm. it's I'm sitting here. I was like, 
I was like, Bianca came out of nowhere and squashed Becky Lynch. That sounds like something I would remember. That sounds amazing. <laughs> but then to be told that it was the other way around, I'm like, oh, well, there's a reason I really well, yeah. And again, the weird part about that, if I remember correctly, Becky was a face. And she came out, you mm-hmm. know, the next night on Raw and, and played it like a face. And I'm like, if you're going to do anything like this, you need to be a heel. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I, uh, I like Becky, uh, you know, a bit more than you. But I, I do agree that it does seem like the, maybe the baby took her superpowers. I don't know. <laughs> um, just the yeah, just sapped, yeah, just sapped all the, all the Becky essence. And that's why she looks like she <laughs> But, you know, I, I think that, um, that, yeah, while she did have this period where she was white hot, uh, she was white hot. I remember that, uh, you know, specifically when she first started doing, like, the man gimmick. Uh, but... Somewhere along the line, I think most, maybe mostly due to the bad booking, but also with her time off, it's like the the competition kind of passed her by. And, you know, in a business like pro wrestling, it's hard to catch up. And, you know, that's why a lot of people hate injuries, obviously because they're hurt, but also because people in moments pass you by. And I feel like Becky never really caught up. Uh, but, I mean, I guess enough about that. Uh, what do you guys think of the match here? Uh, honestly, I gotta say, uh, this match was not terrible, but it, it's, if I looked at this card and, and was like, honest with myself, this is a weak spot on this card. It, it really is. There, there was a couple of, there was a couple boxes in it. Mm-hmm. As much as I love Trish and Lita, you know, yeah, it, it definitely was kind of, it was, it was just kind of all over the place and kind of awkward as well. Here's the thing, right? In terms of like actual ring rate, your returning legends aren't going to be the ones to to put on that clinic. Right. It's going to be up to the current younger talent to do that. And while there are exceptions, that's the general rule. And unfortunately, the talent in this match, while no one seemed bad, and no one seemed like... They're not one of the the wrestlers on the roster who you're like, why why are you even hired here? Right, no, no. Yeah. But nothing about this match screamed to me, this is WrestleMania worthy. I agree. Yeah. Exactly. It wasn't bad. Just like, Mm -hmm. as far as, especially with WrestleMania and the rest of the card goes, there's just, it unfortunately just gets just lost in the show and probably going to be forgotten other than just with Lita and Trish being in it. Yeah, I mean, this was a popcorn match. This mm-hmm. was a go to concessions match. You went to the bathroom. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Like, it wasn't intentional, but I had, I had to go. You know? Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong. This was not terrible. There were there were definitely, this is definitely not in, like, the bottom 50 WrestleMania matches of all time. <laughs> no. But, uh, you know, it, it just it just wasn't anything special. So, yeah. uh, however, this match was. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. I, I gotta say I'm, I'm I'm not a fan of Dominic at all, but the build up to this match, as well as the entrances, which were tremendous. I mean, yes. I think they may have been my favorite entrances of the night by far. Uh, I think that <laughs> I think that this match over over delivered and, and, and did and did some great storytelling. Yeah, first of all, don't, don't ever insult Prison Dom. All right, he, <laughs> he he might come for you. You never know. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't I, think I, there was pushing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, fair enough. Man, I really enjoyed this match. Um, 
I didn't expect a whole lot from it. Uh, but I mean, Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio is having an amazing weekend. Just got inducted into the Hall of Fame and uh, wrestled his son at WrestleMania. And if I'm honest, they put on a very solid match. I mean, more than solid. It was, it was, it was a really, it was a really good match. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely surprising, to say the least. Yeah, I have to agree. I, I posted it on the socials, like, you know, during uh, Dominic's entrance. I was like, this is the only time I've ever enjoyed Dominic being on my screen. <laughs> right? And I did. Like, yeah. it, was, it, was it was a great entrance. It, here's the thing about Dominic's little, like, especially the whole prison Dominic thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is ridiculous, but, like. They know it's ridiculous. He, yeah, he yeah. knows it's ridiculous. And he's playing it up like he should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's. And, and, and I gotta say, it almost kind of reminds me, and I can't let this come out of my mouth, but it's true. It reminds me of like when Eddie first came into the company, and they would just give him shit yeah. to do, and then he would just make the most of it. And it's kind of <laughs> like that. I mean, you know, like they would, they they did the whole thing where like he was uh, in love with China or whatever, right. and then oh, you couldn't take your eyes off it. You yeah. were just like. You know, it was do, do, like, do you foresee them trying to do an angle similar to that with him and Rhea, where they? I mean, they kind of already are. are. I mean, yeah. they're well, well, back but, but to they, it. But they had a they, they come with with a match between Eddie and China. Yeah, yeah. Was that for the IC title? When she got the IC uh, title? Well, she won. Was, she won that from Jarrett. I think um, this was for the. If I'm not mistaken, this is for the old TV title. No, oh. no, not TV title. European title. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. That used to be a thing. Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah. A little redundant, but yeah. Yeah. McIntyre really wants that the title back. And I, yeah. Well, he's gonna have to go to the title match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think. All right. But yeah, Horton. this this to me this this over delivered. I mean, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was good. The fin- I thought the finish was good. I, yeah. I don't know, the whole thing, the storytelling, like the kind of involvement from his family. I'm normally not really into that sort of thing. But I, it all, it all just like kind of came together, and, and I think it worked. Yeah, agreed. And and like you said, also, the interests were great. Yeah. Uh, the Dom's was was so over the top and cheesy, and I just love how they they just lean into the prison Dom thing. Well, like I said, uh, you know, when we were watching it, I'm like, even in kayfabe world, he was only in jail for like twelve hours, and now he's prison Dom, who's done a hard time. <laughs> And now he's back in the paddy wagon yeah. for some reason. Like, what happened? And, and, and Mysterio's uh, entrance, I mean. Stellar. Just, <laughs> like, that was top notch. Yeah, yeah. Especially with Snoop. I, Snoop driving him in the ring mm-hmm. in the low ride. I, I don't mm-hmm. think it could have been any better. Nothing but a G thing. Then playing then, Eddie's music. Yeah, then Eddie's music. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Too good. And That's his attire. Like, yeah. This, yeah. the whole, I guess it was a Muda uh, kind of Tribute, homage. Yeah. And Everything about it was just. Yeah. Do you guys think he retires? You think this is it? Oh, if he does, this is a great note to do it on. But but I can see Ray wanting to retire, putting his son over. Oh uh, yeah, maybe yeah. have another match yeah. later. Which I'm yeah. surprised didn't happen. No, no, I, I think that for this, because like WrestleMania, it's about the stories, but it's also very much so about the moments. Yeah. And yeah. and I think that this was a moment that Ray needed. Yeah, and it, it, this needed to happen. Times. I mean, it was a good yeah. payoff. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of good payoffs tonight. And that's kind of something where in the uh, later Vince booking years, Mania always used to be all these great payoffs. And then it kind of became where, like, Mania was all these great payoffs. And you would you would, you would leave mm-hmm. watching Mania, like, not really feeling good about it. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. a lot of Mania's just feeling just 
say this because I know we were thinking it was more HBK than Owen. I think that's where they were going with it but still just the whole. But the HBK thing happened before the It did. It did. Which is why it was more HBK. I mean he wasn't that high off the ground so even if if he had fallen and missed the side of that ramp he would have died or, or been Inc- like probably hoped he was dead. Like, so you know, uh, it, like it, we, we've seen Dark Side of the Ring, and we kind of know the shenanigans that Logan that hasn't. Logan has. But, but here's, <laughs> the, here's what I here's what I will say though is that I think that uh, that Triple H is willing to shell out the mo- the proper money for a good rigging crew yeah. to make sure that everything is safe. I agree. It's yeah. just, from my standpoint, I'm like if I'm Logan Paul, I'm like. I don't trust these motherfuckers to do this. After. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, I mean, Send somebody else down. I want to yeah. see seven other people test this thing yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want them to put Otis in it. And yeah. That's a pretty yeah. good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been, what, 30 years? Not quite, but good. Not quite, but, but it's, yeah, it's, it, it would have been 24 years, right? Oh, I, mean, I thought it happened in 99. Well, I, I can't yeah. Pass. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was 96, sorry. Yeah, so, I mean, either way, but, I mean, it's like, you know, you're not going to, it's been a long time since, uh, like, Jared from Subway got in trouble. You're not going to leave your kids with him. Like, <laughs> that's fair enough. That's a hell of a comparison. <laughs> that's a, that was a, a little bit of a term, but, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean it, it, it works. It does work. Yeah, nobody even dies in that scenario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of people wish they were. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, speaking of wishing you were dead, uh, we got to see Charlotte Flair next. Oh. She looked like she was th- she, yeah. we had the we had the SmackDown Women's <laughs> title match and I was happy to see this go on because it meant that the, the match that should have been the main was gonna be the main. Yes. I, I, I feel multiple ways about this match. Number one, most physical match on the card, absolutely. I think that it looked like a real contest, which is something I'm always like on and on about. Like did it look like a wrestling contest? Um really big on that, like Want it to be a wrestling contest and look like somebody's actually trying to win the match. From that standpoint, tremendous. Pretty close to being a match of the night. I mean, incredible. Uh, I've been over Charlotte for a long time. And I I think that now, given the fact that she's supposed to be the face here and <laughs> she was overwhelmingly booed by this audience, I think I think that even the casuals are coming around on it. Yeah, I just have to get this out of the way. The hashtag mommy mania. Oh my god, I saw that. I saw that going around the internet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so for me, uh, for me, this this is definitely the match of the night. Okay. Uh, I mean, don't get me, I know that stories are important, but I, I'm a I'm a guy who's always all about the the in ring work and letting that be the story. And yeah, and and I mean, this ring work was. I think hands down the best tonight. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, in terms of like ring great and, and like bell to bell work, 
no one's coming close to these two ladies tonight. No. It, it was tremendous. I yeah. want to I want to argue with you, but I can't. Like I, I want to disagree with you, <laughs> but I can't. Like there were there were even some botches in this match mm-hmm. from a standpoint of like where it looked like one of the other people took the move really badly. I mean, there's one of those where Charlotte landed on her on her face, face yeah, not her head. She landed on her face like with a full brunt of her body weight landing on her face. Like that looked painful. It it was bad, and that um that transition where from the rip tide to the DDT was one of the smoothest things I've ever seen. Period. I mean, as much as I don't want to give her credit because I'm not really the biggest Charlotte fan, that was impressive. Where where it's due, I mean, I've I'd be hard pressed to find a transition that smooth anywhere. Like, I mean, that that doesn't look like a planned choreographed spot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you would, you would fast. Like, agreed. I mean, you would need like, you would need like AJ Styles and like Sami Zayn. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would yeah. need so, like, I mean, this is that that was a, a top tier thing, and I, and I don't want to, you know, I'm not like a moves guy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to sit here and harp on this one thing, but it, it was just it was a wrong tremendous counter. Oh yeah. No, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but I mean, you know, it, it's got to be about the storytelling. It's got to be about the. The, the psychology of it. it To me, like, just two people doing moves to each other is oh, never yes. going to do anything for me. And this match was not that at all. This match was, this match had all of it. It was, it told a story. It was a passing of a torch. And it was also, you know, it was a very physical contest with some great athleticism. Um, I, I think maybe if I had any complaints about it, maybe it went a tad long. But, you know, it was, it was a title match at WrestleMania, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, they had the they had the fans the entire time. I agree. Yeah, like if they had lost the fans, then like you know you're right. The match could have been a tad bit shorter. I would really agree with that if they had ever lost the audience, but I don't think they did. The no, funny thing about it is I don't think they had the fans that they originally wanted to have the fans. Uh, with it doesn't matter what Rhea does, they're gonna like her. Like she was supposed to be the heel in this. They're gonna gonna love her. And that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fine, very yeah. fine. I get yeah. it. I think any mm-hmm. reaction, like as long as they're as long as they're reacting, mm-hmm. it's a good reaction. Yeah. Now, I mean, you know, maybe with a couple of exceptions, like I remember when they had uh, Vince disagrees. They had the ECW pay per view in uh, in Augusta because they didn't want to do it in Philly because they they thought the crowd would be tame, and then in the first match, the crowd chanted, "She's a crackle." In fact, the chants were so obnoxious that when they appeared on the DVD, they actually edited a bunch of them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, this whole deal, like, with them piping in crowd noise and stuff, like, it was evident tonight when they had to do it. When they did it for Seth, it was super obvious. Oh, wow. But they didn't have to do it for this match, and they didn't have to do it for most of these matches. And a few times they did do it during this, it was really obvious that they did it. But the Seth was the most... Like egregious, of yeah, all. yeah. I, 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 I want to say like I don't know if that's supposed to be crowd noise or just part of his entrance that he did. No, they meant it to be the crowd. I mean, it, oh, they, even if they didn't, they were leading the crowd with it, which is mm-hmm. the same thing. Fair enough. Yeah, but they were like you could hear the the audience come mm-hmm. in faintly, and then you heard the the piped in version yeah. hit. Yeah, and I don't know, I. I I called it right here on this very program. Yeah. The very first time that they piped in the crowd noise, I said, they will never stop doing it. Even when fans come back, this is Vince's, like, wet dream. Right. Where, like, oh, now I can even decide what the audience reaction is to this. Right. Mm-hmm. I can make their reaction what I want. Unfortunately. 
and and that's what he's been doing. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, you'd think Triple H would be kind of a counter to that. Well, Triple H has has scaled it down. Yeah. Yeah, because like this. It's not like, I don't think that Triple H really, at least from what I've been able to observe, I don't think he uses it to manipulate how the audience feels. Right. You know, I, I don't really like it at all. But if you're going to use it, then I, I mean, if you're going to use it for somebody's entrance, then I don't really give a shit too much. Yeah, right. It's fucked. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, we had a kind of surprise match here uh, with The Miz versus Pat McAfee. Now, I'm a huge Pat McAfee fan. Mm-hmm. I could have lived without this. If Pat McAfee was going to be in the building, put him on the damn commentary. Yeah. Because the commentary tonight was, I, let's be honest, all night it was weak. It, it was funny seeing Cole's uh, pop for McAfee, though. I agree. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that was entertaining. I don't know if it was the right way, but it was entertaining no, to see him act like a child. No, <laughs> it, it was tremendous, and, and, and I rarely think Michael Cole was tremendous. <laughs> um, ever in his entire career, yeah. I've, I very rarely thought that he was anything even equal to or above mediocre. So, uh, and, unless he was sitting next I to mean, Pat McAfee at the desk, he's no Jr. Like, but I don't oh, think no. he could ever be Jr. You know, and that's what I was gonna say is that we grew up in the Jr. generation, and uh, it, it's weird to think that there is a, a generation of wrestling fans younger than us who really don't aren't that familiar with his work back in like the '90s and 2000s. On uh, WWE TV, best uh, to ever do it. Best to ever do it. I mean, because he made you feel. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, he absolutely sold the stories in the ring. Whereas uh, I haven't really seen too many commentators be able to do that. What was the guy that was on NXT for a while? Mauro uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah. He was tremendous. He was. I, I hate he that was. he didn't stick with it because yeah. to me he was the next Jim Ross. I yeah. Mean, he was right there. You know. Yeah. In in like. I honestly think that's one of the – it's not the defining reason, but it's one of the major reasons why NXT, like, had that such great golden era. Mm-hmm. Everything just lined up. The booking was amazing. The stars that were coming through that were incredible. It was such a contradiction to the main product, which was right. arguably at its worst. And then you had Mauro on commentary, and it just made you – it had a different level of excitement mm-hmm. to where they were having TakeOver on Friday, and then they'd have, like, the mania over the weekend, and, like, TakeOver would just destroy everything, right. you know? And it would happen all the time. Like, SummerSlam, TakeOver would be, like, Saturday night. It would be a way better show. SummerSlam would be on Sunday. Yeah. You'd leave pissed. I mean, not the D-Rails, but, yeah, there was, like, a, a legit four-year golden age of, like, NXT, oh. or, like, when they were just – they were the reason to watch, like, the WWE product. Yeah. When you had, like, yeah. Sasha and Bailey, like, the ladder match. Yeah. Like from 14 to maybe, like, 18. Yeah, the yeah. Sami Zayn Nakamura. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, Zane, that yeah. match, to this day, holds up. You go back and watch it, you still get chills. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the way the crowd reacted to that was mm-hmm. on a different level than we've ever seen. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, we could we could go off about I mean, the Golden yeah. Age NXT. The revival versus uh, DIY, uh, yeah, uh, DIY, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, really, that whole like honestly, the whole feud between uh, Gargano and um, and the Champa, Champa, yeah, yeah, incredible, yeah. Uh, that that whole thing. I, I mean, unfortunately didn't get to see that. I stopped oh, watching NXT uh, mm. like right before that. There was that point in time where NXT to me was the best wrestling program. Oh yeah, on television, hands down, bar none. That you know, and this was like AEW didn't even exist. It, it's e- it's 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 easy now to like just take AEW being there for granted, and I shit on it a lot, but like. There was a time where WWE was the only thing on television, and it was awful because they had I mean, nothing to compete with. That's mm-hmm. why AEW was created. Like, it's true. The, 
to an extent, yeah. just to give some kind of alternative. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, there's the whole fact of, you know, it's a trust fund project and they don't have to make any money. But, you know, that's a different story for another <laughs> time. Uh, but, yeah, Pat McAfee versus Miz, I could have done without this. I think it was a cool down to get people, you know, between the, the women's title match and the main. That's what it was. And, I mean, to a degree, cool downs are necessary. But, you know, at the same time, this was completely unnecessary. Uh, I do like Pat McAfee. I really like the match he had with uh, Adam Cole a few years ago. He worked Vince last year, actually, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't see that. <laughs> and uh, now here he is uh, working the Miz. At least he beat the Miz, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I really don't have anything to say about this. I mean, it was entertaining enough. Uh, as far as, like, uh, one thing I was surprised is, like, there hasn't been, I don't know if they're for night two, there hasn't been really any celebrity involvement with this year's WrestleMania. Yeah, I thought Austin would come out here. Honestly. Like, yeah, Austin, I did think would come out. Like, as far as like actual celebrity, like usually they have something going on. I mean, we got Snoop, yeah, and and Logan's yeah. on the show, so I guess yeah, maybe Logan's that's on the show. Yeah, that's fair. K- uh, KSI I mean, kind of... was the prime mascot. <laughs> <laughs> These guys didn't tell me who that was. Yeah. I'm like, I barely know. The, 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 the little thing came off, and they were like, that's KSI. I was like, okay, uh, elaborate. It's his internet friend. Yeah. His internet friend. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that this, like I said, I think if you got Pat McAfee in the building, put him on commentary. He's, oh, yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's a treasure. He's a national treasure, and he needs to be protected. I agree. Yeah. So let's get to it here. There's a lot of discussion coming up into this, like what was going to be the main event tonight, because a lot of the like promotional materials made it look like Cena in theory was going to be the main, but like they had already said that was going to go on first. So like there was just a lot of like I don't want to say controversy, but confusion more yeah. about what was going to be the main tonight. So we kind of kind of every time a match would come up, be like, well, it's not going to be that, it's not going to mm-hmm. be that, and then when the you know women's title match came on, we were like, it's it's going to be. What we all said, like, really should be the main event. Uh, and this was the first time ever that the tag team titles had been defended in a main event at WrestleMania, which was incredible, after 39 Manias. Yeah. And I think this this is the third time they've done a two-night Mania. Is it just so the third? I, thought, I think it's been going on for about like four or five years It now. feels like it's no, been going it on forever. Because it would have been the first time they came back from the pandemic with, with fans. So that would have been 21? They, uh, 20 would have been the no were, fans, right? I thought mm-hmm. they were doing it before the pandemic. No, it started after the pandemic. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they, they did do it for the pandemic mania that was held in the uh, Performance Center. Oh, they did? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. so then this would be the fourth yep. time. So in that case, that means we have, uh, what is that, 39, so then an extra four. So we have uh, 43 WrestleMania main events. Yeah. And... <laughs> That means that yeah, it's yeah. forty three for there to or for forty two because it's right. forty two uh, mania main events before we got the tag belts in the main and which is weird because the first mania was a tag was match. a tag match yeah for the mania. <laughs> yeah so I thought if there was anybody that was gonna do it it was this mm-hmm. honestly this is the best storyline that yes. I've seen WWE come up with probably since I've been an adult. Yeah, uh, by far. Which has been a uh, unfortunately long time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, 
yeah, I mean, uh, this, uh, what did you guys think about this? Man, so this is one of those cases, right, where they already have the fans all the way up here, and all you need to do is just deliver mm-hmm. and, and get the finish right. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's all they needed to do, and they did that. And, uh, I mean, the fans popped incredibly loud. Uh, I, I mean, I thought that this match was it's, – it's hard to look at this match uh, as a microcosm. Like, I had to look at this match with the whole Bloodline story included – and the video package was great for that also. And uh, with that, I thought that the match was, was, was I thought it was great. Um, in terms of like the actual veil to bell work, um, I've seen the Usos do a lot better. I've seen Kevin and, and Sammy, you know, do, do a lot better. Uh, I mean, my God, if I, if I never said another goddamn super kick. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of like if, if we like if we took a shot every time there was a super kick. Oh god. We wouldn't be doing this review right now. We wouldn't. Yeah, we <laughs> had a few shots. Yeah. I'm definitely feeling them. Yeah. You would have ended up like me a couple few weeks ago. <laughs> oh man. I was like, nah. Yeah, it would, it would if you took a shot, it was every super kick. Like in, that's true. Double super kick. That's two shots. Yeah, that's two shots. I probably just pass out. Well actually we would have ran out of tequila. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's saying something. Yeah, yeah. We had a bunch, just for the record. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and like you know, I I give the young bucks and other people shit about it. I have to give the Usos shit about it too, and I like the Usos, but uh, this whole thing of the super kick going from a finish to a hot spot to a transition move. Poor Sean. I mean, it's uh, is the, the I mean, move. I'm guessing he's used to it by now. So. <laughs> But the, the move is useless. Like, I don't know what a super kick means anymore. Right. And uh, and especially the fact that, like, they, they just did it over and over and over and over again. And it, I, I, I'm like, why are you doing this? Obviously, you can't pin anybody with it. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, that aside, I thought that the story being told in the ring was, was really strong. Um, and I love the emotion that, mm-hmm. that everybody uh, showed. Um, and I was fine with us not seeing a J turn. Uh, I mean, I probably would yeah. have been fine if we did see a J turn, but if they don't want to do it, I, I, that's fine with me too. Uh, but overall, I mean, this was the right match to end the show with. Any of the turns would have been shenanigans, right? To an mm-hmm. extent, because it would have been like, okay, well, we kind of established like whose side everybody was on yeah. before now, and then it's like. This whole kind of deep cover, like uh, I just sided with them. Triple agent. Yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, I, this was it was the right if, call to play it straight. I think if there was any turns to be had, I would say Jay's would have made kind of the most sense. Jimmy turns on Jay and joins. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have had to have been a thing where like they got Sammy like bloody, yeah. like and. Maybe, like, you know, Jimmy's, like, telling him to bash his head in with, like, a chair or something. It would have had to be something like that. Something really extreme to where Jay's, like, are we the bad guys? You know, type right. deal. Uh, and, I, and, and, you know, I could have taken it or leaving it in that, in that point. But uh, at this point, you know, I, I think this was the right way to go. I think the finish here was so emotional. Mm-hmm. It told such a story. Uh, and, like... Sammy delivering that last boot, man, like that just the the emotion behind that and the way that the crowd reacted, I mean, 
how could we possibly say that they did it wrong, even if we yeah. felt that way, when, what would they say, 74,000, yeah. whatever? You can't trust Russell Crowe. Right, yeah. Uh, 80,000. I think they said 80 yeah. up in the Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. 180,000 people uh, still in their feet. Million trillion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the pop was for the whole state. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. was on their feet for this. It was absolutely the right call, and I think it was a great payoff to a storyline that they put clearly so much work into, and like all the people involved have done such a great job with. I mean, it's been what, like a year in development? It's, it's, it's yeah. been, well, if you count the feud with Roman and Jay, mm. that started, I want to say, in 21. So if you count that, it's been going on for like two years almost. Yeah, and and like that, and that's the thing, right? Because again, under Vince booking, this storyline doesn't get played out nearly as long, and it doesn't have nearly as satisfying a conclusion. Right. Oh God. Yeah. No. Yeah. And it doesn't have Kevin Owens winning in any Oh, absolutely. Before. It doesn't have Sami Zayn. Like, as a matter of fact, like when when Sami Zayn was getting like that that kind of Daniel Bryan WrestleMania thirty era yeah. pop from the crowd, Vince would have drowned that shit out immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I would like to see what some kind of uh, Vince Russo shenanigans that we could have gotten. Uh, Kevin Owens joins the bloodline, turns on Sammy. Well, Dynamite comes on Wednesday, so if you're trying to see some of that. Fair enough. Oh, uh, shit. To sure. sure. All right. Let's, uh, let's rate this thing, and then we'll get the fuck out of here. Because uh, I don't know what time it is, but I know it's late. Uh <laughs> Because, like, Mania ended at, like, midnight. Yeah. So. It's like lunchtime for me. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I'm kind of a it is. I mean, if it is noon, then, you know, 12. Yeah, it's lunchtime. time. Yeah. So, Brendan, man, uh, I'm going to let you go first here since uh, you're, like, the rookie on the podcast. He's on your second appearance. Yeah. Uh, what, are you, uh, what are you rating this one out of 10, man, for night one of WrestleMania 39? I'm leaning towards... Uh, Eight, eight point five, as far as everything goes, like everything kind of in a nutshell. Um, it was really solid for me, like um, pretty a lot more solid than Royal WrestleMania has been in a good long time. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, like I didn't even catch the only thing I watched last year was the Kevin Owens and Stone Cold match. Mm. Which was tremendous. It was yeah. tremendous, and that made it. That was enough for me, and I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like um, the the mania where uh, Sasha and Bianca had their mania. Oh yeah, that match was um, one of the greatest matches. I mean, it was tremendous, mm-hmm. absolutely stellar match. But like, I don't, I can't tell you anything else that happened that night. <laughs> so no, yeah, so I agree. Ace, what do you got, man? Uh, I mean. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, I agree with Brendan. I give this an eight. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to have to do this. You know, yeah. agree with Brendan. But yeah, yeah. I, I give this match. I mean, I give this uh, night one and eight. Uh, I mean, which is, I mean, I think especially for recent WrestleMania, you know, track records, I think that's a great score. It is. Yeah. You know, I mean, because like some of these matches are are okay to good, but there's very few. Just ass matches on here, yeah, right? You know? Yeah, 
there was no terrible matches or like why did they even bother? Like no, right. When there's been some WrestleManias that are like, why? What, what yeah. did you? What were you thinking? There's literally a WrestleMania match where a bunch of dogs like shit at ringside. So it was what? the dog kennel match that they had with uh, Undertaker. Uh, yeah, what? and like and who? Uh, I forget who it was against. Oh, uh, it'll come back to me. But uh, yeah, I but yeah remember so what they, you're they about. it was basically a cage match, but they had a bunch of like dogs around the ring. Was it, where uh, it was, like the dog Big Boss Man? Yes, it was Big Boss. Were they Man. Hung Big Boss Man got hung. Yeah, yeah. And it <laughs> oh, was like that, they did I forgot the whole, there was dogs. Yeah, they did the whole thing where it was like it was a it was a dog kennel. Wow. Match, and if you escaped, then like the the dogs would eat you or whatever. And so like <laughs> and so like they were literally like. Like some of the dogs like shit on the floor. Oh like, man, I forgot about that part of that match. Those must have been them just killing Boss Man. Those must have been Resident Evil dogs or something. <laughs> I don't know. Man. <laughs> we we found these dogs and injected them with the T virus. And they just like just if you just, their balls. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, you know, I do have to say this though. Um, I mean, as as good as night one is. I am a little concerned for night two. Because I was going to ask, what are y'all's predictions? When I was thinking about it, I was like, there's really only like two matches. Three, three matches. No, there's three. There's three matches that I want to see tomorrow night. But other than that, whatever other matches they have, I can probably do without. We'll get into some predictions yeah. in a second, um, yeah. for sure. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you guys. Uh, I'm not just trying to go with the crowd here, but I'm going to go with the Nate as well. Um, actually, fuck y'all. I'm in with an eight point two five. Oh, wow, you got prices Okay, I went. I went to specifically where that two five comes from. Uh, that two like, five. That two match? five comes from the fact that uh, the main event was the right match, and it comes from the fact that the fatal four way was not as was not terrible like I thought it was going to be. That's fair. Uh, and, and honestly, I mean, the worst match on here is the damage control versus. Yeah. Uh, you know, like this, the six man. Uh, it was. Yeah, I mean, this match, if you take this match off the card, it goes up to like an 8.5 easy, maybe an 8.75, yeah. something like that. So you think the, uh, the McAfee match and Miz match is better than the, uh, the six-man, six-woman, sorry. The, that match is what it is, right? Like, they yeah. literally just did it to, to bridge some time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, this six, uh, this like six-woman match had a, a build-up. It was like a marquee it, match. It was supposed yeah. to be like a thing on the card, and it was just like it under-delivered severely to me. I mean, it just – it didn't make a whole lot of sense in the first place, to be honest with you. So. You talking about the McAfee or the six-man? The six-man. Six man. Oh, yeah. No, no, that was a lot of bullshit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but like I, I said, I mean, you, you take Pat McAfee and The Miz off of this and you put Pat McAfee on commentary, that bumps the score up too because <laughs> the commentary all night yeah, was, was average been, to bad. I mean, it was yeah. – It, was, it would have been – I mean, Graves did what – Graves does. He's, you know. I didn't hear a single call all night that I that stuck with me at all. Me either. I, he was yeah. very mad about McAfee. Yeah, I mean, but that's a reaction. That's not a call. Like, there, was, <laughs> right. there was no line where the commentator said something, and I felt more about the match because of what the commentary team said. Yeah, you know, what I mean, it's that's like you, you don't have to be Jr., but you have to make me feel something. Yeah. Otherwise, what are you there for? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's hard, like, to be a McAfee as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's you guys' thoughts for for night two? Any matches you're looking forward to? There's, like I said, there's three for me. Uh, Bianca and Asuka, uh, Finn and Edge, and uh, Cody and Roman. But uh, other than that, I'm good. 
that your list too? You yeah, I'm trying to run down the card. And uh, Lesnar and Elmo, you look forward yeah, to that. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's your match I'm, of the night, I'm right? morbidly curious on how that's going to I admit I like me some big boys going at it, but that sounded dirty. I'll go ahead and um, spoil that one for you. It's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be oh, uh, Lesnar trying to get the F five, but for some reason he can't get it. And then it's going to be almost clumsily clubbing Le- Lesnar in the back, maybe one or two clotheslines, and then Lesnar's going to hit the F five and he's going to go home. What I mean, they put on us over? You you don't think there's any chance? Does your chance? mind process that at all? I can't even process that. <laughs> you don't think there's no chance? I mean, it, this is WWE's anything could happen. Uh, almost so, goes over on Lesnar, Cody wins the title, and then loses it on you know, Monday Night Raw to almost. <laughs> like, like, like Monday, like this Monday. I mean, I did hear Vince that, was back. That, that can only happen if you're playing like GM mode on the games and you just simulate all your match results. Or, or if you're uh, pencil mustache Vince. Oh no! Evil, I, evil, evil, but more evil. More evil. Was that real? Yeah, yeah. it was real. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. It a, looks like they dug up Walt Disney's corpse. Right. What? And he dyed his hair like unnaturally. Yeah. I but, mean, he didn't say anything about like hating Jews, but I mean, you know, whatever. So, other than that, he looked like Walt Disney to me. Yeah, that was. I was wondering if that was real or not. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of it was, off-putting. Uh, it was a picture with uh, him, Triple H, and uh, Great Mood, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw just a picture of just him. Yeah, it was disturbing in itself. But no, besides almost and Lesnar, what are you looking forward to seeing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had put all the matches for tomorrow on here, but I, yeah. I honestly I mean, don't the, know. There's the, uh, there's the, the clusterfuck the, women's match. You stole like it from everybody mind, yeah. else. <laughs> oh, that match with Ronda and... and Shayna Baszler and yeah, and yeah, yeah Shayna Baszler versus Ronda again. I cannot <laughs> wait to shit all over that with Stone Because <laughs> we will. Oh, that's unfortunate. I think we got the best day. We oh yeah for sure. Night one has been better almost every year that they've done two nights. Yeah, it, it does seem like a pattern. Well, it's uh, just like it's just like because at least when in the Vince era, he would put the shit that he thought was most important on night two. And those are the matches that I want to see. So, <laughs> you know, that's kind of how it went. I'm curious, what, obviously, what they're going to do with uh, Cody and Roman. Me too. Yeah. Um, I think that it's going to be obvious to that uh, Cody will get it, but it also could go the other way. And Roman goes again. Oh, God. Oh, well. <laughs> I was so mad last year when they just squashed Edge and Daniel Bryan. Oh, God. Not, yeah, that's, was that last year? I thought it was yeah. the year before. It was last year, I think. Right? Yeah. I, I can't keep I think it was last year, but I can't. It, it's all, it, all the yeah. terrible stuff just runs Yeah, together, that so. was. But I am excited for Edge and Finn Hell in a Cell. I'm excited yes. for the original Cell being back and not that red fucking nightmare thing. Oh, they're bringing back the. They're bringing back the original. It's black. It's, oh, I was about to say, they're bringing back like the blue one? <laughs> no, 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 this is the, the original cell. It's okay. like silver and black, yeah. Okay. The, the OG I'm, I'm in the cell. The, uh, the demon, especially the uh, Judgment Day demon. So I don't know if he's going to be purple and black demon. I don't know. Yeah. But as long as that cell ain't red, because it was a nightmare to look at. It was just so like, yeah. crazy on the eyes. Yeah. I, uh, I like the fact that Triple H has seemingly been trying to protect the demon, which is why Finn has been using it a lot less. Like yeah. they wanted to mean something special, 
Yeah, that and, was uh, kind of upset when I heard that the demon got squashed by Lesnar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's hard to, like, consider booking that because it's like you don't want every feud that he's in to be like, oh, Finn Balor loses, and then for the big blow-off, he uh-huh. transforms into the demon who can't be beaten. Right, right. So it's like you have to just be really good at booking it. Like sometimes Finn's got to win mm-hmm. without it, and then sometimes the demon does have to lose. Yeah. You, know, you just have to be very yeah. good about it, man. Uh, you have to be very careful with it. Have you guys heard the rumors that uh, for uh, one night only, they're bringing back uh, the, the, the brood? I did hear that. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's going to be I amazing. did hear that. And that I, would be amazing. As long as Gangarella doesn't like get in the ring, because he's awful. What <laughs> pay-per-view was it that Edge used the brood oh, um, yeah. entrance? Was that was it last year? Was it, it? it was a pay-per-view where he was against Rollins. Uh, was it last year's uh, SummerSlam? It's, my, yeah. I popped so hard yeah. for that. Yeah. I lost my ever-loving yeah. shit. <laughs> that is the greatest entrance in wrestling of all time. <laughs> I don't care if you call me an edgelord. I do is that a pun? Care. No. <laughs> well, to, me, God. to me, the greatest entrance in wrestling is always going to be Starcade 97 Sting. Mm. That... The, that, the rafters? No, he didn't come through the rafters. They did the whole like uh, laser show deal where like the monologue kind of plays or whatever. If you haven't seen it, look it up. It's the best wrestling entrance. I, I was seven years old at the time, so I might yeah. have seen it, uh, but Surprising. I didn't get pay per views at that time. Yeah, but uh, that's a that's an amazing one for me. That that one has always like really stuck with me. So, I've but Ray's been. interest tonight is going to go on the yeah. list for sure. I've yeah. always been a fan of uh, the Undertaker when they had like the uh, the silhouette of the hands like oh, pushing up from the underworld the yeah. entrance. Where he's... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love Undertaker. Whereas, like one of the worst entrances of all time has got to be the Randy Orton uh, sperm. Snake. <laughs> yeah. Like sperm yeah. yeah, the sperm entrance. <laughs> yeah, I think I blocked that out of my. They mind. had it. They, they had yeah. the video on the ramp, and it was like chasing, like he was walking with it. But it was supposed to be a viper, but it looked like a sperm. It was, I it was think just I sperm. vaguely remember yeah. that. It and was, was that recent? It just was kind of... No. Nah, uh, maybe, what, six, seven years ago? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's been a so, long yeah. Yeah. I might have not even seen that. It was bad. All right, guys. Well, I think that wraps this one up. Uh, I definitely want to thank both of you for joining me. Uh, some things you can catch us on soon. I'm going to be coming back with my Mandalorian coverage um, sometime, probably this coming up week. As a matter of fact... We're behind on it, so I'm probably going to wait for this week's episode to come out and then just kind of cover these last three episodes. Um, I'm going to be, like I said, on Tavern Notice Board tomorrow, uh, and we're going to be uh, covering the D&D movie that we got to see earlier this week. Uh, and then uh, next week, you and I are going to come back on uh, the Superhero Homies and some comic news. Yes. So uh, very much looking forward to that as well. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody, and definitely uh, you know check back with us tomorrow for our night two coverage. This has been an evolved review. Thank you guys again. I'm not going to have my drink over now. <laughs> Perfect way to end the show.